You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. There's a lot of exciting things going on at Bride Ministries International. Right now, we have concluded the acceptance of applications for our DID Coach Mentorship Program. I am very excited. We, we had quite a few applicants, to be honest. And there will be another round of interviews coming up um, for those of you that have applied by the deadline now. Uh, if you wanted to apply but you missed a deadline, unfortunately you missed a deadline. That's that's the cutoff. And so we are going to be moving forward with the applications we have received and giving interviews. And of course, not everyone will be accepted, but those that are accepted, we will be starting that program in January and going all year. And so I'm very excited because at the conclusion of the 2020 year, Bride Ministries International is going to be able to offer a whole lot more insofar as help to those that are reaching out to us for help. I, as one person, and even with the coaches that we are connected with, can't really handle all of the need that there is. And for that reason, I I am just so, so excited about what we're going to be able to offer to those in need at the conclusion of the 2020 year. And so... I want to let all of you that pre-ordered the book, Advanced Prayers That Shake Heaven and Earth, to know that that book is in production. They're printing copies of it, and it should be next week that those copies that they are printing ship, which means that um, add a few more days to that for the shipping time, and they will be arriving at our office. And as soon as we get those copies, we're going to be turning them around, packing them up, and sending them to you. So for those of you that have been on the edge of your seats waiting for this prayer resource, you will not have to wait much longer. So hold on. Just hang in there with us for a little bit longer. And uh, for those of you that want to take advantage of the pre-order deals, you can go to BrideMinistriesInternational.com on the shop page and do that because we're offering reduced pricing and also a bundle with the Prayers That Shake Heaven and Earth original. So uh, be sure to check that out. Other than that, we have been in an incredible series at the Bride Ministries Church on exposing Kabbalah. And I've been making the comment, using Kabbalah to explain the Old Testament is kind of like using the Book of Mormon to better understand the New Testament. Uh, What seems to be an investigation into extra-biblical texts lands one in a different religion entirely. Now, why would I say that? Well, because of a lot of very deep research and study and examination. And we have been in a series, and we've gone five weeks so far, doing this exact examination and trying to understand what Kabbalah is, what it means, and if you have not been able to be part of that, you are missing out because we have just been having an incredible time. I want to invite you to attend our live ministry service on Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Just go to the Bride Ministries International website, click the church tab, and you can go right there. With that said, we have the Bride Tribe Advance coming up 
in the month of October. Next month, we are zeroing in. We're, we're, we're just about a month out from that. I am so excited to see so many of you again and to meet so many more of you that I have never had the privilege of shaking hands with. We're, we're just excited about the expansion of the Bride Tribe family. So with all of that said, um, I'm not going to take any more time here. We have an extremely exciting program where you're going to learn about the Rothschild banking system and how to punish it. How exciting is that? Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Well, welcome to another episode of Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. I am very excited this week to be running another solo program. That's right. It's just me and my face talking to you. And, you know, some people actually enjoy listening to me talk. It always surprises me when that happens. (laughs) Some of you can't stand it. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, that's what you get. You know, this is Discovering the Truth with Dan DeFall, and I am Dan DeFall. So, you know, sometimes you're just going to hear from me, right? So this week, I am going to tell you about how to punish the Rothschild banking system. Now, you, you're probably sitting there thinking, Daniel, <laughs> you and your quack ideas. Like, how are you going to punish like the most powerful system of control and domination in the world. And well, I'm going to uh, (laughs) tell you um, by deploying the resources of Jesus Christ, a power that is greater than the power of their system of domination and global manipulation. Listen, many Christians are suffering because they're broke. Okay. We need to talk about you want a vacation but you can't afford it. So what do you do? Keep working. You're a slave to the thing you need a break from. You want to buy a new car because yours doesn't have air conditioning. You're rolling down the window. This is hard in Texas. It's hot, but you can't afford it. What do you have to do? Be miserable. You want to buy grass-fed beef. I get it. I now get to enjoy grass-fed beef, you know, but... Some of us want to actually eat seven days per week, right? And $20 a pound isn't always on the menu with three kids to feed. So we have to stick with the genetically modified stuff just so we can eat, right? There's a lot of things that we'd like to do, but see, financial enslavement is hurting people. We want to enjoy naturopathic healthcare, but what happens when insurance doesn't cover that? You know, we want to invest in business opportunities, but we don't have a savings account. It's frustrating. People are stuck. People are trying to move, you know, and, and God blessed the message on tithing and giving because let me tell you something, God is faithful. But the truth is, and many of us have, have realized this, there's more to the story than just being faithful to tithe and give. Like that's one piece of the equation, but there is more. Yes, the Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Uh, will God cause men to give into your bosom? Yes, the Bible says, he who gives 
sparingly will reap sparingly, but he who gives bountifully will reap bountifully. But there are factors beyond giving that will cause a person to stay in financial enslavement even when they have submitted their finances under tithes and offerings. And you know what? One of those things is the Rothschild banking system and the way that it picks and chooses winners and losers. And so as we search for answers, right? What are we searching for answers at Bradman? We are searching for a way to unlock people into their destiny in Christ, right? And as we search, we're learning keys that change the way that we see our world, right? And I want you guys to understand, it isn't happenstance that so many people are in debt, all right? It's not just like, oh, you know, but by chance, we have this person in debt and that and such a percentage of the population. The truth is, putting people in debt is engineered into the system. You have to actually outthink the system strategically in order to prosper in the system or simply be given the keys, right? Um, but the system is engineered to place a certain percentage of people in debt at all times. And I'm going to tell you why in a little bit. But, you know, behind a conspiracy to enslave the world through debt is the Rothschild banking system, right? The primary arm of the Rothschild banking system in the United States is the Federal Reserve. And well, here's a few facts about the history of the Rothschild banking system, right? For one, the Rothschilds claim to be Jews, <laughs> but genetically, this is not true. <laughs> From my research, and the research of many others, it seems that they are from a country called Kazaria, which today is roughly present-day Georgia. And this is northeast of Turkey. It's just below Russia on the east side of the Black Sea. Now, in 740 AD, there was a king in Kazaria named King Bulan who converted to Judaism. And this guy was white <laughs> you know this area of the world is just like right beneath russia okay on the east side of of the black sea like like the, the these are caucasian people that live over there but but they converted to judaism so so they don't look anything like genetic jews now the rothschilds are ashkenazi jews meaning they are white in contrast to Sephardic Jews who really do look Middle Eastern. Like we would have assumed Jesus looks because he was actually from the line of Judah. Now the history seems to suggest that the Ashkenazi Jews descend not from Sephardic Jews, but from the Khazars. So this would make them as many people have pointed out those who say they are Jews but are not. Revelation 2.9. I know your affliction and your poverty, yet you are rich. I know about the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Now, most of you that listen to this program have figured out by now that the Rothschilds are a prominent Illuminati bloodline. 
okay? That means that they are part of the synagogue of Satan. They are Luciferians and they uh, are pretty wicked and evil. And they are behind the world banking cartel. And in the U.S., the primary arm of leverage is the Federal Reserve, which is a central bank. Now, um, I'm going go in, in, in this podcast to go through a lot of facts really fast. And, and your brain may be left spinning. So feel free to listen to this podcast again and again, or just take some of the keywords and begin to do your own research. And you'll be able to piece together this puzzle for yourself with a lot more data and all this stuff. Because I'm borrowing from the research of other people here, right? But I want to paint a picture because at the end of this podcast, which is the main point of all of this, I am going to pray over everyone that's listening to get us delivered from a realm I define as the Rothschild global banking system. But we'll get there. Now, what we need to understand is what this means, right? So, so what is a central bank? A central bank is a financial institution given privileged control over the production and distribution of money and credit for a nation or a group of nations. In modern economics, uh, the central bank is usually responsible for the formation of monetary policy and the regulation of member banks. This is according to Investopedia. Now, here's how they established the central bank in the U.S. It all begins with the formation of the Fed as an idea conceived on Jekyll Island. So in the early part of the 19th century, there was a series of financial crises that hit the U.S., and before this, the United States didn't have a central bank. They just had local banks, okay, and different things going on. And so, so with several crises, uh, there, the, the, the United States government begins looking for a solution. And thanks to G. Edward Griffin and the creature from Jekyll Island, and of course you can get this book, we get the actual story of what happened, right? So in 1910, there's a secret meeting that takes place on Jekyll Island. Uh, which exists just off the coast of Georgia. And maybe it's not so secret because everyone knows about it now. But a, a guy named Nelson Aldridge, who was the head of the Aldridge Commission, charged by Congress with reforming the U.S. monetary system in 1908, calls this meeting and brings in a group of men, including bankers Paul Warburg, Henry Davidson, and Frank Vanderlip, and a number of others. They create this plan to have a central bank. And this plan ultimately leads to the eventual establishment of the Federal Reserve by Woodrow Wilson in 1913. Now here's the thing about the Federal Reserve. It takes the power to regulate um, the nation's currency out of full control of the government of that nation and, and puts a lot of the control in privately owned banks. People don't understand oftentimes that the Federal Reserve is no more federal than Federal Express, which is a privately owned shipping company, okay? Federal Reserve is not owned by the federal government. Now, the Federal Reserve is a privately owned company, which is currently controlled primarily by its member banks, which are controlled by the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Morgans, other smaller players. Now, the Federal Reserve, as a privately owned bank, prints money or currency, we should say, for the U.S. government, which pays them, through the member banks, interest 
for the favor of printing our own currency, right? So <laughs> in other words, every time we print currency, we create debt that we owe to them. This is a Ponzi scheme. And, and anyone that researches this comes to the same conclusion if they're a thinking person. What the heck were they thinking? So let me say it this way. Uh, the Federal Reserve is a collection of private banks and foundations that print currency and set interest rates. Through the Federal Reserve, we moved our economy away from money, which is a store of value, and onto currency, which is a unit of exchange. So currency, or the US dollar bill, and the $5 bill, and the $10 bill, the $20 bill that we use is a claim check on a bond or an IOU. So, so Congress will pass and they'll say, we're going to print so much more currency. And so um, the Fed will print that currency and loan it back to the US government at a certain interest rate. So, so with this system in place, Congress can vote to print as much currency as they want. There's no limits, right? And th the only limits are really being imposed by Congress. But you just keep printing money and you can do all kinds of things like the bank bailout of 2008. It's like, where'd all the currency come from? Well, we just printed it out of thin air with a vote of Congress. Okay, so this is why we can have a petrodollar. This is also why fractional reserve banking exists. And fractional reserve banking maintains our society in the cycle of debt creation that can never be repaid. So, uh, I mean, you can do your own research into this because it's a little hard to just explain when you're taking a bullet train, but you know, with a 10% fractional reserve ratio, a $100 deposit can create up to $1,000 in credit, right? So you go to the bank and uh, you, you put a, a $10 in the bank. Um, that bank, if their fractional reserve ratio is 10%, can loan someone else a hundred dollars based on the fact that you have a $10 deposit in. If you put a hundred dollars, they can loan up to a thousand dollars to other people based on the hundred dollars you put in. So if you put in $10,000, the bank can make loans of a hundred thousand dollars, which is why they want people to have a savings account because the more money that you put in a savings account in the bank, the more money they can make on interest that, that comes from the loans that they are making to other people, right? So you put $1,000 in the bank, they give someone a $10,000 loan or somewhere close to that. They're only holding $1,000, but they, they create all of this money by writing a loan that doesn't even exist. <laughs> Fractional reserve banking. But, you know, in all of this, the problem is that for uh, all of the currency that gets created, it all is being created with debt attached to it. And every time you create currency or credit, you're not also creating the cost or the, or, or, or the money required to pay it back with interest. The, the interest on the debt is not getting created. In other words, there will always be losers. The only way the system can self-correct is by a certain percentage of people declaring bankruptcy every year. Not only people, but cities, states, and nations. Bankruptcy is required in a system that is engineered to be built upon debt. And at the top of the food chain 
are the major banking families that are collecting wealth from the world through their member banks. Okay. So the, the, the Rothschild banking cartel exists because the Rothschilds own or control banks in nations across the world where stuff like this is happening. They're also heavily involved at the top of world banking where two mega banks require specific mention. The World Bank and the IMF. The, the World Bank is jointly owned by some top banking families with the Rothschilds at the top. And, and, and the second one, the IMF, is privately owned by the Rothschild family. So anytime you hear about a nation taking a loan from the IMF, all of the interest that is due on that loan is going to them. Well, and, and those that work for them. Now, this is how the Illuminati uh, is, is really running the finances of the world. They're, they're, they are raping the resources of the world by enslaving the, the world to debt. And they've been working on this for hundreds of years. And it is, it, it is terrible, right? So what I'm saying is we exist as a microcosm in a system. And the system is engineered to produce a certain percentage of losers and many people are in debt and it's not only because you're making bad financial decisions although for some of you that's a major major part of it but you are part of a system that will produce a certain number of losers no matter how the cookie crumbles right it's engineered to uh, produce an agenda which, which is a harvest of the world's resources to those that sit at the top so what do these uh, Rothschild banks at the, at, at the top of the food chain, dude, the, the World Bank, the IMF. Th see, these banks make loans to developing countries with ridiculous interest rates that are extremely difficult to pay back. And so these bankers are plundering real wealth, land, precious metals, natural resources against which the uh, loans are being issued. And when they give the money, they make all kinds of agreements like, look, you're going to have to build up your infrastructure in this way and this way and this way in order to receive this money. Now, what else do they do with this, right? So they, they come in through other companies that they uh, fund and, and, and are in cahoots with, you know, and, and they say, okay, look. We made this massive loan to this country. They're going to build up their infrastructure. So, you know, hey, buddy that I met at, you know, Bilderberg's last year, why don't you bring your uh, company in here and refine their natural resources with a bunch of expats. And then you can sell all of their natural resources back to them based on the infrastructure that they built with the money that they borrowed from us and are now paying us back plus interest. Right? So they exploit entire nations that are developing. And, and in all of this, again, they are stealing the wealth of nations, which trickles down to the wealth of families, which trickles down to the wealth of your children, which many of them don't have. Why? Because you have debt and your books balance negative, right? And, and, and see, this is the thing. My thinking is not only on setting individuals free, right? My thinking is bigger than that. My thinking is kingdom thinking. My thinking is how does Jesus want to set individuals, communities, cities, states, 
and nations free from this bondage. Because I recognize that in Matthew chapter 25, it says that when the king of glory sits down, he shall divide the nations as the shepherd divides the sheep from the goats. And I recognize that there is this manifestation of something known as sheep nations that exists prior to the coming of Jesus Christ. And I have come to a place where I understand that sheep nations are going to be entire geographies where the kingdom of God is reigning in and through the hearts of men. Entire geographies that do not bow the knee to the Antichrist kingdom and the world system of manipulation and control on behalf of Lucifer. And guess what? Because Jesus Christ has bigger muscles than Lucifer, I think it's actually possible. As a matter of fact, I think I sit in the very generation that was sent to the earth to experience and participate in massive transition. And so what does that look like? Well, for one, it looks like coming to a, 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 a place where we understand the level of bondage we've been sitting under. We define the problem. And I'm going to tell you, the Rothschild banking system that is global is part of the problem. See, nations will never be able to operate in the full independence of kingdom wealth until they cast off the, the yoke of the Rothschild banking system, which is why those that realized a long time ago, <laughs> we need to end the Fed, I say, are right. Because they understand that the Federal Reserve is working to power up an elite that is a synagogue of Satan with your hard work and hard-earned tax money. <laughs> I, we're on discovering truth. Some of you can't stand when I talk, but you're still listening to me. Others of you, you can't get enough. Praise God for you guys. You know, the Rothschilds also control something known as the Bank for International Settlement. You can look that up. Now, as if all this isn't bad enough, you need to know something else, right? There is something called the City of London, which is to be distinguished from something called Greater London. Now, if you go to England, you think, ah, London, England, right? And, and most people, they just think, well, it's just a city in England. Well, <laughs> wrong. There is Greater London, which is a city in England, but then there is the City of London, which is a 677-acre independent sovereign state. And in this sovereign state, the British crown rules. All right. What is the British crown of the City of London? Answer, the British crown in this context is not the Queen of England, okay? It is a committee of 12 banks headed by the Bank of England, which is controlled by the Rothschilds, okay? So uh, the, the crown controls a lot of stuff going on throughout the world. And the city of London has its own governance. The, the laws of greater London don't necessarily apply. It's its own jurisdiction. It's like the Vatican inside of Italy. The Vatican has its own police force. It's a sovereign state. Well, so is the city of London. Why, why do they need a sovereign state to operate? Answer, because they think they're above any law. <laughs> so now, the Rothschilds 
own or control banks in nations all across the world. They are major players behind our own Federal Reserve. And when I use the term global Rothschild banking system, I am referring to all that has been discussed right up to the top. And I encourage you to take some of the keywords that I've put out there and do your own research, right? Look it up, find other people talking about the same thing. I mean, this, this is such a, 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 a deep well of stuff to just research and dive into and, and understand. And um, I encourage you to do it. But what you need to understand right now is that these guys have put a noose around the necks of the nations of the world. And you and I feel this because uh, in an economic system based on the creation of debt, there will always be people that fail to make enough money to pay their debts because when money or currency is created, the money to pay the debt owed on that currency is not printed. So deficits are engineered that can never be paid back. So here's the next step, right? Um, we're defining the problem, but now I'm going to tell you what to do about it. Now, now, some of you know this and some of you do not. So if you didn't know this, I'm going to tell you, I'm deep, all right? I am a deep thinker. And I work with survivors, satanic ritual abuse and government-sponsored mind control agendas, which tapes me deep, 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 deep into the mechanics of the spirit world, where I learn things that require me to have an entirely different framework of thinking than the average person. I remember there was one time where I was sitting there in a session with someone and there were angels standing by and the person saw them in the spirit world. And I was trying to figure something out. And I was making suggestions like, well, maybe it works this way or maybe it works that way. And one of the angels got frustrated and the person actually saw the angel get frustrated with me. And the angel said, Daniel, you keep thinking like a human, right? Right. This is my world. So I realized that it's time for me to upgrade. And you know what? Frankly, it's time for us to upgrade. There's a higher level of thinking. So, so I have arrived at the new level of thinking and, and many of the way, the way I process information now, I call it realm thinking. Okay. Uh, it, it, for me, it's kind of like, when mathematicians moved from uh, Newtonian physics to quantum physics, or when people moved from pre-calculus and geometry and algebra to actually working with integrals and derivatives in calculus, right? It, it's a different way of solving problems with a higher perspective on how things work. So with a higher perspective, you are empowered to solve more difficult problems more effortlessly. You, you can create algorithms and formulas and equations that allow for the solving of very complex issues. And um, it takes a lot less time and effort. And so, so I have developed a new way of thinking about things, which I call realm thinking, which is based entirely on, guess what, the Bible, right? And so what I'm going to do is begin to walk you into realm thinking just a little bit in order to explain how we are going to help you get some freedom today from the problem, which I've tried to articulate in a short amount of time. So 
when we begin to grasp the subject of realms, it opens up to us a whole new way of thinking about the spirit world and how we interface with it. All right. Realms are found all throughout the Bible, as well as the creation. However, some of us, we don't see it this way. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk us through the word realm, how it's used in the Bible, and then expand upon it until I can explain to you the premise for the prayer that I'm about to deploy. Right. Because at a certain point, we all arrive at a place where we recognize the whole creation can be viewed as a conglomerate of interfacing realms. And by understanding this as a framework for how the creation is designed, structured and organized, we can solve highly complex problems with simplified solutions. Now, we will begin our journey with Second Chronicles. Okay, so it says in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 30, so the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for God gave him rest round about. Now, the Bible says in Ezra 7.13, I make a decree that all they of the people of Israel and of his priests and Levites in my realm, which are minded of their own free will to go up to Jerusalem, go with thee. Uh, Daniel 6.3 says, then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. So the word realm in Hebrew comes from the word Malkuth, which means kingdom. <laughs> okay. The word realm means kingdom. It means royalty. It means royal power. It means reign. It means dominion. All right. So a realm can be understood as a government. The realm can be understood as a territory. A realm can be understood as a kingdom. This is very important. So when we think about kingdom thinking in Christianity, right, that the kingdom of God is what we are to focus our affection on. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. What that is essentially saying is seek ye first the realm of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Why? Because a kingdom is a realm, is a government, is a territory. So we understand that we are citizens in heaven from which we await the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to the book of Philippians. Why? Because you are citizens of a kingdom, <laughs> a territory, a government rules over a nation or a collection of people. So we, we, we get this idea that this is what we are talking about when we're talking about the word realm. Now, the term realm is an umbrella term that we will use to refer to many things and that I use to refer to many things. Always connecting back to the subjects of government, kingdom, and territory, okay? So this is where the, the concept begins to expand because we understand, okay, Daniel 6.3, Ezra 7.13, Second Chronicles 20.30, we get it. The Bible uses the word realm. I get it. It means kingdom. Those were physical kingdoms. But when we talk about the kingdom of God, Jesus said what? I come from a kingdom that you know not of, right? Jesus came from the kingdom of God in heaven. 
That's, that's where Jesus came from. And, and so it's a spiritual kingdom. Jesus, his whole time on earth, he's preaching about the spiritual kingdom. So in the book of Hebrews, we learn that we have come to Mount Zion, to that holy city, to the new Jerusalem to an innumerable company of angels, to the church of the firstborn and the spirits have just been made perfect, right? This whole spiritual kingdom we already have access to as believers. Don't tell the dispensationalists that. They really struggle with this one, but the rest of you, you'll be okay, right? Just read the Bible. <laughs> it means what it says. Now, <clears throat> um, the term realm I use as an umbrella term because the kingdom of God is the realm in which God is king. It is the government in which God is king. It is the territory over which God is king and presently ruling. But guess what? The business that your friend launched as a startup is itself a realm that began as a thought realm that was brought into manifestation. See, because we understand that by understanding that there is a spiritual kingdom of God in the spirit realm, that Realms exist both in the spirit world and in the natural, right? We can understand the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness, right? They exist in the spirit world, but influence the natural realm. And so guess what else can exist as a realm? A thought realm, right? So one of the reasons why Jesus said, if a man even so much as thinks about having adultery with a woman, he's already committed that act. Why would Jesus say something so severe? Well, the answer is because when we build a thought realm with our mind, we are bringing something into an actual state of existence in the spirit world. And once we've built the realm in our mind, the next step, the only remaining step is for it to come into manifestation in the physical world. But guess what? Before it manifests in the physical world, it actually already exists. And guess what? God can see it. The enemy can see it. So when you begin to create a business in your realm or in the spirit, in the, in, in the thought realm, guess what? Uh, demons can see it. Sometimes people uh, or, or agents of darkness that see that you are building something in the spirit, when they see that it is unguarded and unprotected, like an idea or thought realm, what they do is they say, aha, he has another one. Let's pop that. Let's attack that. And so they begin to systematically attack what you are building in your thought realm, and it's destroyed before it's ever able to be manifested in the physical realm. And some of you have been plundered of many good ideas and thoughts and concepts and what, right? Because you didn't understand that your thoughts exist in the spirit world, right? and, and, and they exist as realms that can be fostered and, and actually developed and then ultimately manifested into the physical realm, right? So so that business that your friend lost as a startup began as a thought realm that was brought into manifestation. I, I know, right? I'm, I'm deep, but I'm going somewhere with all of this. So God's kingdom is a realm. You know, you have thought realms. Guess what else is a realm? Earth or Eretz in Hebrew. Earth is a macrocosm that is a realm that contains all kinds of activity, right? So the United States is a realm. It is a kingdom. It is a government. It is a territory that exists within the macrocosm of earth. And guess who owns the earth? Someone said Satan. You're wrong. God. Why? Because the Bible says in the book of Psalms that heaven, uh, uh, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and those who dwell therein, right? Who owns the earth? God. <laughs> the earth is the Lord's. So, so earth exists as a macrocosm that is a realm. The United States is a realm that exists within the macrocosm of earth. Your house is a realm that exists within the realm of the United States, whatever country maybe you live in, because a lot of you listen to me and you've lived in 
different places. Um, your body is a realm containing organs and systems such as the renal system, lymphatic system, immune system, reproductive system, so on and so forth. And your body is a realm that lives in your house, which is a realm that lives in the United States, which is a realm that exists in the macrocosm of earth, which is a realm. Okay, so we, we, we go to macro realms and we shrink down to micro realms, but we don't stop at the body because guess what? The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians or, or 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, um, May the God of all peace sanctify you wholly. I pray your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are a spirit, soul, and body, but guess what? Our spirit is a realm, our soul is a realm, and our body is a realm. Now the realm of the body contains the renal system, the lymphatic system, the immune system, the reproductive system, but the soul realm contains the mind, the will, the emotions, and the intellect. And your soul realm your soul is a realm that can be shattered through dissociation. The Bible says in the book of Job, oh, how long will you break my soul in pieces with your words, right? So pain and trauma causes us to dissociate all kinds of different traumas, verbal traumas, physical traumas, sexual traumas, so on and so forth. And when dissociation is produced through the shattering of the soul, guess what? It produces parts that live within the realm of the heart, which is the subconscious. And so God spends a lot of time going after the hearts of men because that's where he encounters our brokenness. That's where he encounters our pain and the things that he wants to heal. That's where he encounters our belief systems, the things that we are building, right? Because many of us build all kinds of belief systems and programs that we don't even know are running, like fear programs and insecurity programs and, you know, uh, it, rejection programs. They, they are just harbored in the subconscious of our heart. And so we are this highly complex uh, being as, as a human that exists as a composite of interfacing realm, spirit, soul, body, and heart. And I am covering a lot of revelation right now. And you're probably like, wait a minute, Daniel, you need to slow down. And I can't slow down right now because I'm trying to get to the main point. So here's what I'm going to tell you to do. I have an entire course, which is like nine or 10 hours of teaching called Realms and Dimensions Unsealed. You can take that anytime you want and allow this to be broken down to you piece by piece in chewable nuggets, right? But I'm driving right now, so you'll have to excuse me. Now your spirit is a realm. And guess what? On that matter, all spirits are realms. Guess what? In the Bible, we have a concept of death and hell. And as we look through the Bible, we learn that hell is a place that people go and it is also a being that can ride on a horse. And so, according to um, Revelation chapter 6, we see death and hell personified. Yet people are going to hell when they do not believe in Jesus and they die. And so, what we have to understand is that Hades is both a person and a realm. Death is both a person and a realm, which is why the Bible says in Revelation chapter 20, and death and hell gave up the dead which were in them. The sea gave up the dead which were in it, right? So death and hell are persons, but they are realms. And guess who else is a realm? Jesus Christ. So I have a whole course called the realm of Jesus Christ on the Bride Ministries Institute because in order to get where God is sending us, <laughs> I have to give people an opportunity to catch up to where we're trading. 
So we got this whole course, right? But what you need to know is that as a realm, Jesus is a door that opens up to the realm of the Father. Therefore, he is the redemptive agent of mankind, bringing back into fellowship men with the Father through the blood that he shed. That is men, women, and children. So the Bible says in Romans chapter 3, verse 24, being justified freely by his grace, through the redemption that is found in Christ Jesus. The redemption is inside of him. So you can't connect with the redemption of Jesus Christ until you have stepped inside of the realm of Jesus Christ. And so you literally go inside of what I call Hotel Jesus. The Bible says in Romans 8, chapter 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Right? So where is no condemnation? Inside of Jesus Christ. So you have to go inside of the realm that is him and encounter him in that place before you begin to walk in this revelation. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 3, verse 28, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now, outside of Christ Jesus, that guy's a Jew and that guy's a Greek. But inside of Christ Jesus, we are one, and we are all made partakers of one commonwealth of Israel, right? Uh, and the Bible says in John 17, verse 20 through 23, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you have given me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one, I and them and you and me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. In other words, the Father is a realm and Jesus is a realm and their realms overlap as one. And so they come into this state of united oneness through the overlapping of realms. Moreover, Jesus Christ came as the, the reconciliatory agent between God and man by, and through the work he accomplished on the cross, he becomes the door to reunite us to the father. And so Jesus is a realm. I call him hotel Jesus. And when we go through the realm, that is Jesus Christ, we find a door inside of him that allows us to connect with the father. So in Christ Jesus, we are made one with him and the father. <laughs> this only exists because of overlapping realms. So spirits are realms, souls are realms, bodies are realms, humans, we are composites of overlapping realms that live within a world that is a composite of overlapping realms because your house is a realm, the country your house is built in is a realm, the city your house is established in is a realm, and earth is a realm, and then we get outside of earth and we go to Mars and Venus and the sun and the moon, all realms, right? And so so I have landed on what I call realm thinking, because when we begin to understand that everything is existing as realms in the spirit and we break it down to that um, level, we can see that, wait a minute, you can interface any, any kind of, if everything's realms, then we can begin to look at how realms interface in intricate ways. And how do realms interface? Well, interestingly enough, you can interface realms through light, right? Because the light that undergirds one realm can be uh, entangled with the light that undergirds another realm. So, so, so what in us is a container of the light that is our signature answer, our DNA? 
So when our DNA is woven in with the DNA of land or the DNA of a corporation or the DNA of anything else, now we become quantumly entangled with that thing, which is why God quantumly entangled us with Jesus and said that we have been given the baptism of regeneration because in Christ Jesus, we are literally being regened so that we can become the sons of God legitimately. So, so <laughs> okay, now follow me here, right? Because I'm driving. I'm driving. We're, we're, in, we're, we're deep inside of realm thinking, all right? And everything is interfacing realms. So when we begin to understand that since the building block of everything is light, well, that light begins to come into entanglement and things get interfaced. Now, here's the next step. There are realms in the first heaven, realms in the second heaven, realms in the third heaven, right? The third heaven is the realm of paradise, where God is king, where Mount Zion is, where the um, holy city is, all this stuff, right? And, and also the throne of God. Now, we come out of the third heaven and into the second heaven. This is the spirit realm at large, right? It, 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 it is the astral plane sitting over the earth. It's outer space. And then it's the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh dimensions uh, populated by all kinds of beings. God has his angels in there doing all kinds of works. There are demonic agents. There are fallen angels. There are all kinds of hybrid beings. For those of you that are believing truth, some of you still need to catch up on that one. Because some of those hybrids are your children. <clears throat> okay, so now I know I, I say stuff, right? But this is discovering truth with Dan Devine. It's just true. I mean, I, I live in this world every day. Someone's got to say it. Now, there are realms in the first heaven, realms in the second heaven. There are realms in the third heaven. And in the second heaven, we find all kinds of realms that are built to enforce demonic manipulation over the world. And there is a realm that functions as the global Rothschild banking system, okay? It's much more than a thought realm or an idea realm. It is a fully implemented realm of global manipulation. So it sits on top of the whole earth. It's a very complex one that's woven its way into the earth as a dark shadow covering the nations. As a matter of fact, in some ways, you could apply Isaiah 25 verse 7 to the global Rothschild banking system. Now, what Isaiah 25 7 says, and he will destroy on this mountain the surface of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations, right? People are blinded from pursuing their actual destiny in many cases, especially in the Christian sphere, due to poverty and lack of access to financial literacy. They are the losers of the system that is engineered to be broken and ensure the enslavement of the nations. So by controlling finances through a manipulated system, winners and losers are selected not by, uh, you know, that... This, the, the puppeteers of the system are selecting and choosing a lot of things. And the wealth and capacity of nations are being held hostage, right? So it's like this, this, this drape of, of, of manipulation and control that sits over the whole world. 
and, and we are being born generation after generation underneath this blanket. Now, this goes even deeper, right? Okay, because all things exist as realms, when we are woven into realms through agreements and rights, because legalities go behind this, and you know there are many legalities that govern how the spirit realm operates and works, okay? Um, the government of a realm into which we are woven in a state of subjugation will gain authority over us, for instance. When we believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, okay, realm thinking, right? It's scripture interpreted through realm thinking. When we believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we find that we are justified freely by grace through the redemption that is found in him. So we go into the realm of Jesus. <laughs> now that we are inside of him, he becomes our God and we serve him and we are subject to his government and we are under his jurisdiction now what happens if we are woven into the realm of the rothschild global banking system as a slave or a debtor or a prisoner answer the authorities over that realm hold spiritual authority over our lives and of course, all of these things are by degrees, right? But this is why the powers of darkness are controlling the ability of so many people, people that listen to me all the time and that even give and tithe to financially progress. The powers of darkness are controlling your financial progress because of secret rights you don't know about in the spirit world, tying you to the realm of this system. And if I were to paint a picture so I could say this is what it actually looks like mechanically, um, oftentimes what they do is they take fragments of people's souls, especially those born into Illuminati bloodline, blue blood families, and people that are born to occult families that have greater access to, to ensure that they are part of the system. And, and, and here's the truth, right? How many people escape the occult and, and they get out? And they are financially prospering like crazy. Most people that actually break ties with the occult world lose everything because what they have is under the jurisdiction of another government. And so when they leave that government and they don't break all the rights and the associations and the ties and thus this, they don't get to transfer out of that kingdom with what they got while they were in it. That government takes back everything they gave. So many people escaping the witchcraft covens, covens and the occult and the Freemasons and all this stuff, they end up broke, okay? This is the system I'm explaining to at work. So, so what it looks like, though, is often fragments of people's humanity, which is often soul parts. They are being captured through the Babylonian soul trade and, and, and through witchcraft because the Bible says in the book of Ezekiel that God is mad at the witches that hunt people's souls like birds to make them fly. This is soul trade activity that the Bible's talking about. So, they, so they, they get people in trauma and they shatter their soul and then they take pieces of that soul. And what they do is they're plugging them into grids in the spirit world. And, and, and these grids exist all over the earth. And when a person's plugged into the grid, the problem is that whatever's coming as, as, as their inheritance from God in heaven will, by the legality of the presence in the grid, get routed through the grid, not to the person's life, materially in the earth, but to the system that 
operates the grid in the spirit world. So you think, you know, your financial breakthroughs coming to you, but you're in the grid. So it hits the grid and the piece of you that's in the grid and then it gets routed. It goes on the Rothschild Highway straight to the city of London, okay, in the UK. And they get it in their bank account. So what they have done is they have plundered the wealth of the world and it's happening in the physical, but it is an uh, it is a playing out of the mechanics of what's going on in the spiritual because they have this massive realm. It's the, it, it is this global Rothschild banking system realm that sits over the nations of the earth. And many of us are plugged into its grids. And, 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 and you, know, you have to understand that when you're dealing with the spirit world, you know, what happens in the physical is also mirrored in the spiritual and back and forth, which means that if you are in deep debt physically in the physical world, um, you are plugged into that grid, okay? Which is one of the reasons why, like me personally, I'm not allowed to have debt. I am not allowed because I am confronting this thing in the spirit world, and I have been since, uh, gosh, you know, 2015. I haven't been in debt, you know? And, and it was really interesting because when I got married in, in 2016, um, my wife still had some student loans outstanding. And, you know, it was one of those things where it's really low interest rates. So we're not going to pay them off. And so, you know, but we have all the money in the bank, so we could pay it off if we wanted to, but we'd rather have the capital and the cash on hand rather than, you know, debt freedom. And, and, you know, immediately after we got married, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that happened, you know, um, uh, I lost my car, uh, her car spun out and, or, or broke down. I mean, so, so then we had to, you know, get a new car and, um, you know, stuff wasn't coming through and it was like, what, dude, what is this hold up in the spirit? Like, all of a sudden everything's flowing like clockwork. And then we, we get married and then suddenly there's like this puttering in the engine. It's like, dude, what, what's going on? You know, and God revealed to us. It's like, well, there's this outstanding debt. And now that you two are married and Daniel, you are doing what I've called you to do. There's an attack because there, you know, there's a cooperation with this. So we, we had to just clear it, say, no, we're done with that. We just took our capital, paid the whole thing off, had a much smaller bank account at the time, but that's what was required. And then everything cleared up again, right? And I continued to do what I'm doing, which is what I'm doing right now. Because I'm, I'm, I am a battering ram confronting a system of global control and manipulation. And I can't do that while I'm plugged into their realm physically. Okay. Now I'm not doing this to put shame and condemnation on those of you that know you're in debt. Right. Um, I, I, I'm explaining this because I'm explaining to you the way it works. Right. Um, you need to know that your financial bondage is based on more than the fact that you aren't giving. Now, some of you, if you're not giving, gosh, <laughs> you need to go back to kindergarten Bible teaching, right? You need to give if you want to partake of God's blessings in his kingdom. But um, when it comes to transitioning nations and cities and states and, and entire people groups and so forth, we have to go to a higher level, okay? The realm of the Rothschild banking system is plundering the earth through their grids and robbing the wealth of you, your family, the nations, and as people, and this is the important point, as people exit the grids in the spirit that power up the realm of their banking system, what they have built will begin to crumble through the exit of human agreement. 
so many things in this world exist because of human agreement. The moment you subtract human agreement from many things, they just, boom, they cease to exist. If I could convince every person in the world that abortion is wrong, guess what? We wouldn't even need abortion laws or a debate because there's no debate to be had. There's no abortion clinics that's going to run because no one's going to support them with money because everyone agrees that abortion is wrong. Therefore, what would happen? With human agreement, the issue of abortion legislation, arguments, and you know, policy, and how we're going to work this out, it just goes away. Poof, gone. So human agreement is literally a driver of so many things, and human agreement powers up realms. Okay, And, and so getting into realm, realm thinking is getting into how, how things are actually run in the earth. Now, <laughs> the mechanics go so deep, and I couldn't possibly explain them all to you in this podcast. I, I mean, I could, I, I could take you down level after level after level, level two, level three, level four. And, and in order to do that, I put out a course called Realms and Dimensions and Seals, because some of you, you're ready for that. Others of you, your head is just spinning. I understand. So you're not ready. That's okay. You're here for the prayer at the end. I'm almost there. Hang with me just a little longer. But here's what I want you to know. We have a course for it. I want you to get free of the grids that feed the Rothschild banking system in the spirit realm so you can operate independently of them in the spirit. It's a lot easier to get debt free once you have come out from under the yoke <laughs> of the realm of this system in the spirit world, right? And guess what? When you get free, their system of tyranny loses power. Again, when we leverage our case of injustice that we have incurred from being forced to operate under the system and all of the pain that that has caused in our lives, when we leverage that case of injustice in the courts of heaven, we place their system of tyranny under judgment. And I have a prayer that accomplishes both the untethering from and the judgment of that system. This prayer is called Freedom from Earth Systems. And, and here's the really good news. You, you guys are going to love this. Yes, it is in my new book, Advanced Prayers That Shake Heaven and Earth. Freedom from Earth Systems is designed to get you free of everything from the basement that you were tormented in as a child to the evil corporation that you worked for and that, mm, well has been having negative influences on your life ever since to uh, <laughs> the lake where you had a near drowning experience as a child and where you often visit for uh, traumatic dreams at night sometimes and on and on and on, you know, earth systems. Because why? Ungodly tethering of the realms of that place or that system in the earth and our human design. And that, the, 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 that whole explanation of realm thinking is to get you to the point where you can begin to understand why you can, in fact, be untethered as the realm of your humanity from the realm that is this system that is manipulating the earth. Eventually, you know, city mayors and governors may contact me and we'll be able to, you know, say this prayer with the uh, <laughs> permission of the government over that region on behalf of the whole region. Talk about territorial warfare, right? It's like, we are going to, with the permission of the governor of the, the state of whatever, 
to divorce this state from the uh, realm of the global Rothschild banking system in the spirit. I mean, can you imagine the implications of dealing that? And we have all the language to do it. Like right now, we could start doing this stuff. It, all I'm waiting for is someone to figure out that we exist and we have the tools. <laughs> Somebody's got to say it. <laughs> anyway, so you can get the book. You, you can do this. You can, you can go contact your governor and pray with him. Um, all the language is there. But we're going to pray right now over you. Okay? We're going to pray right now over you. And I'm going to use this language and I'm going to deploy it on behalf of the global Rothschild banking system. And as I go through this prayer, I'm going to give you where you are listening, the opportunity to establish your agreement. And so I'm going to speak the prayer and I'm going to say, you know, pray this in the name of Jesus, father, this and what, and then I'm going to pause and I'm going to say, do you agree? And where you are, you can either say yes or no. So you can choose to say, I want nothing to do with freedom from the global Rothschild banking system in the spirit world. Or you can say yes, and you can be part of God's redemptive agenda for the planet. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> this is your choice. But I'm going to pray. And some of you are going to get a lot of freedom. Are you ready? Warning. Before I get started with this prayer, I want to let you know that this is a very powerful prayer. This is not just a little wet noodle type of thing. We're going to be really going at this issue. And so if you are doing something dangerous, like driving or working with heavy machinery, don't Listen to the prayer and engage with the prayer until you are in a safe space, seated where you can't hurt yourself or someone else, should you begin to manifest as a result of the deliverance taking place. Also, I understand that some listening to this prayer do believe from the bottom of their hearts that the earth is flat. And that's fine because I want you set free. And I want us set free. And frankly, I believe that the earth is a Taurus, personally, T-O-R-U-S. But aside from the debate, as I go through this prayer with the language, global Rothschild banking system, understand that the intent and meaning of that phrase is to mean worldwide. And I think we can all agree on that. Okay. Let's do this. So, Father in heaven, hallelujah, I come before you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And on behalf of the listener, I renounce their tethering to, overlaying, and interfacing with, and all existence as the global Rothschild banking system. On their behalf, I also renounce all interface points with their genetics, cells of every type, DNA strands, bone marrow, meridian lines, energy signatures, acupuncture points, anchors, and markers. I address all the powers of darkness associated with 
the Rothschild, the global Rothschild banking system, including all related oversouls and quantum entanglements and serve them a bill of divorce on behalf of the listener. I pull up the hidden documents detailing every covenant, contract, agreement, certificate, oath, and vow, entangling them, including all related books of wisdom, books of knowledge, books of philosophy, books of time travel, Freemasonic books, programming books, computational books, and all other evil sacred books and command that they be stamped with the blood of Jesus. I call for them to be nailed to the cross of Jesus Christ and burned with holy consuming fire. Do you agree? In the name of Jesus, I pray that your heavenly host would be put on assignment to discover and apprehend every part, energy center, or gate belonging to the listener that is loyal to, affiliated with, or in bondage to the global Rothschild banking system. I pray that those parts would be escorted to the feet of the lion of the tribe of Judah to be purged and completely healed and delivered. Do you agree? I now identify all territory in the listener occupied by the global Rothschild banking system, including territory in their genetic code, anchors, markers, cells of every type, bone marrow, meridian lines, energy signatures, acupuncture points, DNA strands, and blood. I furthermore include all territory in their physical body, respiratory system, digestive system, cardiovascular system, renal system, endocrine system, nervous system, System, musculoskeletal system, exocrine system, glymphatic system, lymphatic system, immune system, and their sexual and reproductive system, all portions of their brain, prefrontal cortex, frontal lobe, temporal lobe, parietal lobe, occipital lobe, brainstem, corpus callosum, HPA axis, soul, spirit, implants, heart, decisions, worship, business, ministry, destiny, stars, offices, temples, subatomic particles, and relationships. I deed the territory over to the kingdom of God and invite you, Lord Jesus, to take this throne and to rule over this territory with your rod of iron. Do you agree? In the name of Jesus, I now bind all gatekeepers and discover each and every portal access point associated with the global Rothschild banking system and its interface points with their genetics, markers, cells of every type, meridian lines, energy signatures, acupuncture points, bone marrow, DNA strands, strongholds, and blood, and all sentient intelligences along with their agendas, connected realms, timelines, and all associated counterfeit inheritance. Do you agree? I place the blood of Jesus upon every portal access point in all timelines, every realm, age, and dimension, past, present, and future to infinity and from the beginning across eternity, including all alternate earths, and I seal them with the Holy Spirit. I declare that they are put to sleep and permanently deactivated from this point in time and out of time, forward and backward and in every direction, inside out, upside down, back and forth, reversed, inverted, and vortexed. Do you agree? I take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and I cut the listener free from all ungodly tethers to interfaces and overlays with an existence as the global Rothschild banking system.
I liberate their genetics, markers, cells of every type, bone marrow, meridian lines, energy signatures, acupuncture points, DNA strands, and blood. I also sever all sentient intelligences along with their agendas, related realms, timelines, and counterfeit inheritance in Jesus' name. I return, I administrate the return of every form of counterfeit inheritance associated with the global Rothschild banking system that has been received by the listener, inclusive of promised wealth, reward, position, status, calling, ability, power, roots, pride, genetic code, anything lying dormant, ungodly structures, ungodly grass, counterfeit citizenship, ungodly citizenship, and all associated rites of passage, and any other form of counterfeit inheritance in Jesus' name. I call the listeners severed from it, and from this point in time and out of time, forward and backward and in every direction, inside out, upside down, back and forth, reversed, inverted, and vortex, I speak that they receive their inheritance in Jesus Christ. I also declare your word in Proverbs 13, 22, which says that the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just. I speak that they receive the wealth, freedom, giftings, and abilities held hostage by the global Rothschild banking system as a recipient of wealth transfer in Jesus' name. Furthermore, their physical children and children's children are an inheritance in Jesus Christ. And I speak that their redemption is in Jesus Christ, and on their behalf we renounce all of their debts to the Rothschild banking system that is global. We renounce all spirit children and ungodly offspring related to the global Rothschild banking system and undo all quantum entanglements involved in their creation. We command their judgment and the purging of the spaces and realms they occupy are interfaced with by judgment through living water mingled with all-consuming fire. Do you agree? We renounce all ungodly paternal and maternal claims, sponsorships and affiliations, apprenticeships, royal appointments, marriage ceremonies, offices and council appointments associated with the global Rothschild banking system. We pray for an annulling of all associated dedications, ceremonies, and celebrations. In doing so, we now declare reversal upon every ungodly pronouncement and judgment passed against the listener, their household, offspring, finances, marriage, destiny, mandates, stars, godly scrolls, and every other implicated component of their lives, archies, and metrons. Do you agree? I now speak a blood transfusion and new breath of life to the listener from the true Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua Makshia, who has come in the flesh. And in the process, I declare that all Global Rothschild banking system circuitry, nanotech, back doors, front doors, side doors, trap doors, inner doors, outer doors, ancient of days doors, infinite doors, hidden doors, cords, insects, vampiric structures, reset devices, energy draining devices, implants, wires, cables, chips, computers, chains, programs, backup programs, power sources, backup power sources, anomalous magnetic fields, gravitational manipulations, quantum regenerators, receptors, stardust, parallel timelines, counterfeit timelines, time warps, black holes, boxes, tesseracts, counterfeit galaxies, counterfeit constellations, counterfeit solar systems, counterfeit star systems, counterfeit universes, counterfeit uh, heavens, robots, embryos, fetuses, holograms, spiral staircases, amulets, clones, data packets, ungodly graphs, 
plants and eggs are destroyed and that all of their residue is purged with living water along with the grids. We call back all of their DNA that was sold, traded, given away, or exchanged and housed in clones, machines, technologies, entities, banks, and anything else illegitimately possessing it and call for it to be cleansed and healed with living water. Do you agree? I now take authority over every evil spirit on the inside of the listeners and around them that have been operating due to the global Rothschild banking system and its interface points with their associated genetic code, anchors, markers, cells of every type, meridian lines, energy signatures, acupuncture points, DNA strands, bone marrow, assignments, and blood. I declare that you are discovered, apprehended, bound, pierced through, and thrust out of them for judgment. I also discover every part that is a composite of genetic components of the listeners and others associated with the global Rothschild banking system and held together by a cord that binds. I declare that the cords are cut, that cords and cords are cut, and that all threefold cords are cut, and that each part is separated into its components. All ungodly components and components that are not of them are now bound, and I declare that all of them are now being sent to where the true Lord Jesus Christ sends them. Do you agree? I pray that every spiritual object, tattoo, device, label, jewel, amulet, necklace, earring, rock, crown, ring, bracelet, charm, garment, scepter, marker, power source, tracking device, system, grid, branding, satanic scroll, New World Order scroll, Super Soldier scroll, Illuminati scroll, and all matrixes associated with any and all evil sacred orders placed in or around every part of the listener in order to anchor them to the global Rothschild banking system would be consumed in the holy fire of Jesus Christ and totally dissolved. Do you agree? I call for every algorithm or formula created from their DNA and genetic material that is projected throughout the global Rothschild banking system to be shut down in every age, realm, dimension, and timeline, past, present, and future to infinity, including all alternate Earths. I command the immediate apprehension of all hybrids and every cosmic artificial intelligence and technology behind those projections and call for viruses encoded with heavenly algorithms to be uploaded into them and their computers in order to destroy them in judgment. Do you agree? I identify every intergalactic and interplanetary data bank and computer that contains within its records or mainframe data, equations, parts, algorithms, and information of any manner extracted from their humanity. I declare that angels are sent forth to liberate every part of them held captive in these data banks. I pray that all of the records and information in them related to the listener would be forcefully erased and permanently deleted. I call for the lightning of God to destroy every ungodly, alterable, sacrificial, and honorary, as well as effigies contained within the global Rothschild banking system, representing the listener or bearing their name, image, or likeness, or in the listener, representing the global Rothschild banking system and bearing its name, image, or likeness. We also call for the annulling and removal of every curse and ungodly insertion placed on the times and seasons of the listeners' lives in synchronicity with the Rothschild global banking system, and I speak synchronization with what has been written about the listeners in the books of the Most High God. Lastly, I pray, Lord God, that these listeners would be rendered as witnesses 
to cosmic injustice as children of the Most High God. And I pray that your lightning would now strike and sever any ungodly points of connectivity and demonic manipulation that remain between them and the global Rothschild banking system. Lord God, I pray that the testimonies of injustice that exist on behalf of the listeners being addressed are exported before the courts of heaven and weighed in the scales of justice. And that based on the injustice detailed by these testimonies, there would be a judgment rendered against the global Rothschild banking system advancing your agenda for righteousness in the earth. Lord God, I call that your kingdom would come and that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven and that your will would manifest as a superimposition upon the global Rothschild banking system. I demand that you administrate justice and judgment in accordance with your wisdom, Lord God. And I furthermore make a claim on every Thing that is owed the listeners who have been plundered by the global Rothschild banking system according to your word that when the thief is caught he must restore sevenfold even to the whole of his house and render this entire confession established in every timeline, age, realm, dimension, frequency, vibration, planet, cosmos, constellation, and universe, light and its inverse past, present, and future to infinity and from the beginning across eternity. Amen. Now, you can use that as often as you want. I'm going to tell you something. Leave a testimony where you heard this program if there is one. People need to know. People need to know when the Lord Jesus Christ has moved. So I'm encouraging you. Leave a comment, leave a testimony. Uh, with that said, we're done for this week. That's it. That's all she wrote. I'll see you next week, guys. I'll be back. Until next time, God bless. Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. This podcast is a production of Bride Ministries International. Visit our website at BrideMinistriesInternational.com to enjoy the Bride Ministries Church, the Bride Ministries Institute, free resources, and to support us financially.